gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you got, you're signed up. I did sign up. Yeah, so your time will come. What's wrong with, what's wrong with getting a little awkward? What's wrong with that? Okay. Okay, this is what Mutiny Radio is all about. So who are you, so where are you from, Madison? Minnesota, Madison from Minnesota. And what is it you do? Yeah. Ah, this bitch. Gentrifier over here and shit. Hey, but if you need any sales guys. Hell of a whack. All right, so you're afraid of a little awkwardness? Well, you didn't do that. Maybe. Might be more awkward. Is it more awkward now? Is it getting awkward? Okay. It can, it can get awkward. You thought that was awkward. We can make it awkward in this motherfucker. Don't you think that that's as awkward as it gets here at Mutiny Radio? All right. Look, okay, let me tell you something before I bring this next guy up. But this is what we do here at Mutiny Radio. We fail and we bomb and we're awkward and and we suck, okay? So if you came here thinking that it was, everything was going to go smoothly and it'll be all nice and smooth and shit, you came to the wrong fucking place. All right, you came to the wrong place. Kelly Evans, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Donations, all right. Yes, yes, uh, Luke comes to mutiny and fails and he bombs and he just fucking wrecks it up. That's a good job, man. And no, I appreciate it. You made it on time uh, to host. <laughs> fucking just, like, perfect timing, really. I mean, I was actually being literal. I was impressed. I was impressed because I would have been late. All right. Uh, what the fuck to talk about? I'm from Texas. Yeah, thank you very much. I miss it sometimes, uh, but also I hate it because <laughs> uh, Texas is fucking, it's like an ex-girlfriend that like was a horrible relationship, uh, but then it's been a few years and you're like, oh man, <sighs> she was so hot though, you know? And then you realize, no, 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 no. She uh, like branded me, literally. I got branded. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, I've got some scars. Um, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we're moving on. We're moving on. I told too much. <clears throat> I can because I have the microphone. I can say whatever the fuck I want. That's what that means. Yeah, that's what I, I don't know if you've, you'll find out. You'll be up here soon. All right, and then we'll all not laugh at you. Um, like you're not laughing at me. That was, that was the point. Don't, don't, make, don't make a sad face. Look at Jonah's. Wow, Jonah was like really imp- empathic for a moment there is like oh god like okay well i thought you were a sociopath you just told us you were a sociopath oh, okay fair enough but when you get off you're a lovable person just anyway okay well, let's talk about what i want to talk about jesus christ anyway i'm from texas and uh periodically i i you know fuck that joke what i want to talk about is the fact that we have a lot of stereotypes you know everybody thinks we have guns 
which is not the case. I mean, I, I do have a gun, but I mean, most people don't have guns. Anyway, also, like, everything's bigger in Texas. Uh, that's a lie. And we all ride a horse. I mean, come on, man. Like, we're all secretly racist. That's fucking bullshit, too. That's all. They're all lies because we're very openly racist. It is very obviously racist. All right? Like, seriously. You don't get a Confederate tag, uh, a Confederate flag tattooed on your ass and also attend a Black Lives Matter rally. Like, that's not a thing. You don't see it. Anyway, all right. Well, I'm still working on that one. But that's why we're here, just to try new shit. Uh, that is undeveloped uh, when we're intoxicated. Okay, cool. Uh, what's up? What's up? Okay, uh, let's do this shit. Okay. I just said okay like 12 times. I apologize. It's a real dick move. Okay. Just for you, Luke. Because you're so... I don't know. I don't got anything. You're handsome? I was saying that's a lie. I don't want to lie to you, you know? Because the carrot... No, okay. All right. I'm just going to move on to this shit. Yeah, yeah, that. I'm like bisexual on like a 10-year average, you know? It's like, it's not like I'm, I'm not gay. It's just, uh, I'm like bad at peer pressure, you know? It's like, it's <laughs> really it. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> speaking of like, my roommate and I were talking the other day and she was telling me that like cheesecake is her cocaine, which is fucking... <laughs> Really? Cheesecake or cocaine? Have you ever, like, called three different people at midnight eight times in a row for fucking cheesecake? Like, no, you have not. Have you ever let your gay roommate blow you just because he had cheesecake and you were drunk a little bit? You know, fuck it. You know, he's got more cheesecake. Let's see where this goes. No? See, that's where that happens. Uh, there you go. You know? Okay. Spiral into a... That is... It is. I've gone to two. Do you know what? You go to. You know how much stupid. Did the cheesecake make you want to stay there? Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> yes. Everything is more entertaining with cheesecake. Fuck yeah, man. People are funnier. The conversation is better. You want to talk about your life for some reason and your theories about why the moon landing didn't actually happen or whatever the fuck you believe in. Uh, and if anyone has cheesecake, you know, let's, uh, let's eat some, you know, let's a, it's a small bathroom, but we'll make it work. Oh, I can't wait for Pooja. That's great. <laughs> if she has actual cheesecake, I'm going to be fucking pissed off. I'm going to be really, cause you totally misunderstand that joke. Okay. Anyway, uh, but kind of talking about going to a party you don't want to be at. I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, nothing makes you feel more pathetic than like trying to have sex. Like just trying to get fucking like you do the stupidest shit. You wear like a band t-shirt of some fucking band you don't know or care about. You don't give a fuck. You follow around some fucking chick around a bar, like a lost puppy dog because she might have sex with you. And then she does it. You fucking, what's the worst thing? Oh, I joined a fraternity in my senior year. It my fucking it wasn't for the brotherhood. I'll tell you that. It was not for the brotherhood. Anyway, that's something I was just thinking about. Uh yeah. Okay, fucking what hor other horrible jokes do we have that are undeveloped? Oh, uh I was thinking about aliens recently, you know? Like if aliens come to the planet, like what would they be like? What would the experience be like? And of course, you know, being from Texas, I have a unique perspective because I have my own ideas about what would happen. What? Oh, yeah, thank you. It's not just an open mic, it's a poetry slam. So, uh, 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so like no matter what happens, like I have an idea if like they landed in Texas, you know, what would like they could be beautiful and like extending out like messages of peace and love and prosperity and like knowledge and just have these tentacles filled with light and ecstasy and just touching people and you like are filled with the most orgasmic experience. You're just like coming over and over and over again and they like descend upon Dallas, Texas and then they fucking blast them in the face because yeah, I would rather you be dead uh, than I find out what you are. Seriously. That's it. It's like uh, shoot first and don't ask questions. Why? Fuck that. Uh, knowledge is not power. Uh, guns are. That's why we have guns in Texas. All right. <laughs> that is a yawn and not a laugh. Fucking fantastic. <laughs> All right. What other stupid shit do I ever? Anybody done Salvia before? I'll finish on this. Salvia. Yeah, we got one person. Have the rest of you not done Salvia? Oh God. You should go out and get some salvia right now uh, because it's amazing. You should. It's a great experience. That's that's a lie. It's a complete lie. But you should still do it. It's a horrible experience. It's the worst thing. It's also a specifically bad experience uh, when you do it uh, with the neighbor that you just met who could possibly be violent and uh, is threatening everyone at the party because that's when I experienced it. And it's not really a good time to do that because it feels like you're in a fucking washing machine and you have no control over your body and you're spiraling around the room and all of a sudden people are in a fist fight. This actually happened. And uh, then you have to go to the hospital you know because uh danny's bleeding for some reason anyway uh all right that's my time Woo! i lost the lost the balance of chin thank you that's good that's great this is good that's great i mean we want to place bets on whether the uh the lady's coming back did she leave her food she left her food we're eating it Right. Hey man, uh, so yeah, man, I think you got a chance there, buddy. This is hey. You're gonna you're you're gonna leave you're gonna leave before I bring the black dude up. You fucking racist piece of shit. Well, I I think it is a bad thing. We got the 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 the, the our token black guy in here coming up. And he's gonna leave. Can you believe that, Corday? Can you believe that shit? Did you did you scandalous? Let me tell you guys something. I'm going to remember this night for the rest of my life. This is going to be the night I tried to kill myself. Boom. Went went from real positive to real negative. Just like that. Uh, no, but I'm not going to kill myself. And if I if ever it comes out that, that I did... Um, let me tell. I'm gonna tell you right now. This was fucking. It was the Illuminati. <laughs> Just. It was. That's what I'm saying. I was, huh? I don't know. I don't know yet. But I'm telling you. If I ever get fuck you. 
right. Corday Snell, everybody. Give it up. How y'all doing? Y'all good? Are y'all good? You could fucking answer me, all right? God damn it. Shit. Answer, answer a black man when he's talking. Yes. I know, exactly. That's the fucking point. It's the motherfucking point, right? Also, I got a comment earlier when he was talking about Asians can say the N-word. No, the fuck you can't. Huh? Oh, okay. All right. Okay, I had I had a white bitch tell me she was more African me because she was born in South America. No, 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 the fuck you aren't. Okay, all right, you don't deal with this black struggle. Okay, also, but she had big tits and I was trying to fuck, so I kind of let her think she that she could see that, but she actually couldn't. I told her after we graduated, I didn't fuck. You're not more blacker than me, and fuck you. So, um, but uh, so I'm vegan. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, right? I don't. This doesn't. Nah, I mean, I've been vegan for a year, man, but I've lost like 40 pounds, so I don't, oh, yeah, so thank you. I don't, you know, I've gained back 30, but I lost 40 at one point. I lost 40 at one point. Um, the funny thing about going vegan is that white chicks are so supportive. They're like, oh, my God, you're vegan? Oh, do, do you know any place to shop? Like, I can I can drop a list of activities and things you can do to help to come back to you being vegan. Like, I, I got you, I got you. You tell a dude he vegan, like a motherfucker was like, he was like, since when? Last week, motherfucker? Like, shit, people get on your, like, first off, I'm black, and it's hard going to a black barbecue and telling people, I'm vegan because they start giving you shit immediately. They was like, so you you ain't eating no ribs at this fucking barbecue. That's how you feel, Corday. That's how you feel. But if you was to think about it, right, if I'm vegan, that means there's more meat for the rest of y'all, right? No, but my family got a problem. It's like, so you're going to bring your plant-based burgers and put it on this fucking grill? I don't fucking think so, Corday. That's not what's going to happen. And the funny thing about it was, after I brought my plant-based sausages and burgers and stuff like that, after they got through eating most of their shit, they walked over and was like, hey, yo, can I try some of that shit? I was like, no, motherfucker. He's like, I'll switch you. I'll give you a rip for your old, right? You can't have none of this, but kind of sample your, some of your shit anyway. Um, also, dudes are stupid. You want to know why we're stupid? It's because, like, yo, have any dudes in here been single, right? And you're like, damn, I wish I had a chick or some shit like that, right? And then you start talking to a female, and then y'all, like, hitting it off, and then she want to get serious. And then you start thinking, like, shit, I get serious with her, but what about all the pussy I'm going to give up if I if I start dating her, right? Think, But not really thinking about it, you wasn't getting pussy beforehand. So you're like, damn, then your homie start convincing you. He was like, dude, don't get with her. Bro, it's so much pussy out here, bro. What about that one girl that was smiling at you at the diner? You can still go talk to her. You can't fuck her in your relationship and shit like that, right? And then so you don't get with the girl, right? You try to hang out with your homies because you're trying to keep her down, right? But then your home is getting a fucking relationship. It's like, bruh, how you gonna get in a relationship when you told me not to get in a relationship? It was like, well, dude, because I can fuck her, I can't fuck you. And I was like, well, you could fuck me, but we don't get down like that. So, you know, it's kind of a, you know, yeah. Um, it's a little bit of rant. But also, any guys ever notice that the moment you get in a relationship is when chicks start, like, trying to date you? Like, it's like they can smell the commitment on you. Like, is that commitment I smell over there? Like, is that... <laughs> Is that good morning text? Hmm, is that 
ever loving love right there? I smell like I don't fucking get it. You know, like I so I honestly just tell people that I'm married and then I start fucking chicks. They're like, and I start feeling guilty. I'm like, I'm cheating on my wife, not again. She's like, don't worry. You know, eventually, you know, I is it, it, it maybe for the better, you know, because it seems like you're not happy. I know she just treats me so bad. It was like, well, maybe we can continue this relationship. I'll say, yes, the fuck we can't continue this relationship, because bitch, I'm not married, but I tricked you with shit like that, right? Um <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, she fell for it and we kind of we kept on fucking a few more times but she was kind of pissed I lied but you know it's whatever I got I got laid that's the end of the end of the day um how many dudes like chicks who wear a lot of makeup you guys anybody right don't like it right like as you think like what's the what's the fear what's the biggest fear yeah waking up to, waking up to her like in the morning right but think about this right Waking up to the, in the morning, right? And she might be uglier than what she was when she went at night. But what's the thing that you failed to miss about that whole sentence right there? If you wake it up to her in the morning, right? That means you fucked. Mission accomplished, because you fucked her, right? So mission accomplished. Instead of thinking like, oh, dude, what's she going to look like in the morning? I don't want to date a chick with makeup. What is she going to look like in the morning? If you fucked, mission accomplished. And now she looks kind of scary in the morning. You now know that you can't spend the night at her house. You could just fuck. You got to go. You got to make up some story. I got to work early in the morning or some shit like that. But you still fucked anyway. So um, that's good. Also, so uh, I like to date white girls. Um... Or at least the closest to my family I do, because I dated one in the fifth grade. Um, <laughs> and it's funny because my homies say that I date uh, white girls, but I date offensive linemen, kind of big white girls, which ain't true, but, you know, that's what they tell me all the time. It was just one girl, but they hold on to it. So according to my friends and my family, I date chicks who look like they play for Alabama's offensive line, you know? So uh, they big and shit like that, but hell yeah, I made a bitch who, who like play for Alabama's offensive line, right? Because uh, according to Alabama, so that bitch gonna get drafted. You know, she gonna become a millionaire. You know, I'm gonna stick this shit out. You know, I was it was a little hard initially, like back in January, because when they lost to Clemson, I couldn't be standing on the sidelines with no fucking loser. I start going over to like Clemson's offensive line, try to hang out with those white bitches. You know, but um, we're gonna stick through it. She just entered the draft, so she got an agent and shit. I'm gonna see this shit through. And if she get an injury, I'm gonna divorce her, and then I'm take all the money she got, like most white chicks do. Um, <laughs> I got, I'm glad you guys like that. Um, so yeah, uh, anybody a fan of TLC? Right, right. Fucking remember that song, No Scrubs, right? Growing up, that was the shit. No one, no scrubs. Guys, scrubs is the guy who can't get no love from me. I fucking hate that song. I fucking hate that song so much because growing up, chicks would be like, like Corday, I don't want to talk to you because I don't want no scrubs hanging out the side of your best friend's ride trying to holler at me. I'm like, bitch, I'm 10. What the fuck are you talking about, scrubs? My best friend's right? You talking about my mom's van? What the fuck are you talking about? Also, I don't know why you bring this shit up. We at the fucking, we at the fucking um, swings. What this shit got to do with the fucking, like, best friend's right? I don't know. That's fucking, I hate that song. Um, there's a lot of scar tissue to me. Um, yeah, scar tissue. What the fuck is it? Man, for sure, man. We for sure, for sure. Fuck them. And the fun, if I also fun thing about that song is right. Them chicks was talking about. I don't want nobody who. I don't want a broke dude hanging outside of their best friend's ride. Them bitches sold platinum albums. It was still broke. They make fifty thousand dollars off a fucking platinum ass CD. So you calling me broke, bitch? You broke. All right. Fucking three of y'all got to buy that shit up and all that shit. So talking about all this bullshit. Ah, uh, just giving a history lesson real quick. Um, I'm gonna give you guys something to go off of or close this shit out with. Um.
You know, you know what upsets me? Why do chicks ask so many goddamn questions when you're watching a movie? Like, why are you asking, like, chicks be always be like, um, do you know, like, what's going to happen? Uh, like, like, what's going to happen? Oh, my God, is he going to die and shit like that? Why do they always ask that, right? Like, you got to explain to chicks. Like, I explained this to my sister or chicks I'm dating. I'm like, yo, okay, first off, I didn't write this movie. I didn't produce it. I didn't help direct it. I didn't see this before I came out with you to see this fucking movie. So I don't know what the fuck's going to happen, okay? Also, I think the worst thing they ever did is like when you buy a DVD at home and then you watch some shit with someone because now they get the opportunity to leave or then if they get confused, they can rewind the shit back. Like I remember I watched like phone, phone booth, right? My bad. Uh, I watched phone booth. That shit is an hour and 10 minutes. We spent three hours because my sister was confused and she didn't get exactly what was going on and that shit. You know, it's fucking, I don't know. They say dudes are dumb, but bitch can't, bitches can't get movies. I don't know. Fuck. Um, that's it. <laughs> that's it for me. I I've been Corday. Thank you. Beautiful, beautiful. Can you say something? Hey, my man, you got a cigarette? All right. Beautiful. No, sir. Where, who the f- where the fuck you come from? Okay. Um, that's against the rules. Welcome, folks. How you guys doing? Doing good. I see you signed up. Is that right? Yeah, you signed up. You signed polite. It's an open mic. You signed your name on a list. That means you're coming on stage. This isn't this isn't a fucking AA meeting. You're not signing up. Okay. All right. Well, fucking welcome anyway. You don't have to go if you don't want to, but that is what the, that that list means. Just so you know. So I may call you up when it gets to your name, but you don't got to come up. But, um, you know, and you, you, you enjoy the enjoy the show. OK. <laughs> we got we got fucking Beavis and Butthead over here. Oh, God bless you guys for coming through. God bless you. You didn't want. It sounds like you didn't want to be here. All right, you you fucking you want to tell some jokes, don't you? <laughs> Your friend is not supportive at all, other than that he's here, and God bless him for that, and God bless the both of you for that. And uh, what's your name, man? What's your last name? Because I didn't know how to pronounce it. So Corbin. Damn you, Kytus. Damn you, That sounds like a fucking Russian dude trying to get out of check. Damn you, Kytus. I don't know. All right. Everybody give it up for Corbin. Can we just, can we take like a break or tell the other comedians to come in? Because I just feel like, you know, we all went through all these rules. We're going to You talk to him. You tell him. Hey man, you might you might just have to go. I don't know how long you've been doing comedy, but you might just have to go tell jokes and kind of in front of these four people. We've all been there, Corbin. We've all been there. You don't. If you're funny, if 
You know, go ahead and log it because I'm about to go out there in a second. But, uh, but you know, I don't know. Are you new to this shit? Okay. Well, then you should know that part of the game is you got to fucking make like two or three people laugh sometimes. Yeah, they they didn't they're not they're not gonna laugh at you anyway. Damn, he locked his second lock. All right, well that was that was. Okay, well you know don't take that. Yeah, that's that's your own personal shit. Everybody give it up for uh, Corbin. Damn, you kind of. All right, guys. Uh, why do we even have a microphone? You know, it's such a small, nice room. I don't want to shit on it, though. You know, it's actually better than this little... I lived in a little shack uh, in a backyard in Burbank once upon a time. And uh, we had, like, a makeshift stage and some trees. And I would, like, play some riffs on the guitar and jump off this big piece of plywood. And we felt like we were all superstars. And we had a little, like, psycho thing just like this. And I would do that, but like tune, I'd make tunes, and the the neighbors hated us. You know, they absolutely hated us. Um, yeah, it's really good to not be in uh, the shithole of Los Angeles anymore. Um, I also had some shit I wrote down on my phone, so let's figure out. You know, if we can lock this again, I can talk as long as I want to. So. <laughs> Welcome to the Corbin Damikaitis Show, everybody. So happy to have you on here today. Woo-hoo! All right. Uh, so first and foremost, what's going on? I'm also from Texas. Um, and I also have had somewhat gay experiences that I did not necessarily want. So I could really relate to that guy. Uh, really happy the girls left because I have a raging herpes outbreak right now. And I really wanted to be able to talk about it. Um, let's talk about... I also forced a kid to eat a mold cookie when I was a little kid. Um, you, this isn't going to make sense to you guys, um, but uh, this guy almost ate a burrito that was like probably a month or two old. Um, say what? No, no, this guy over here, this guy who who left for his cigarette, but it's okay. <laughs> has two cigarettes or three cigarettes, however many cigarettes before uh, we decide. See if I can get through this list of shit. Um, okay. Um, so I feel like I'm in like the the scene from Pulp Fiction, you know, where like they they get caught in the basement and there's like you find out they're like BDSM. I just feel like something really bad is gonna happen to me right now. Um, let's talk about. Um, I feel like they were trying to act like they had a lot of clout with like some of their. Um, like he was saying, oh, I'm dating this bitch and stuff like that. And I don't, I don't know if things are necessarily going that well for him. Um, you know, I had some, some up and down times with dating myself, you know. I was like single for a year and that was when I was doing the most comedy. I had no sex for a whole year and I was doing comedy like every night. And my whole set was about like not getting laid and like being single and feeling like unfuckable and undateable. Um, and it was really rough on me, man. Um, and then, yeah, I've been in a relationship, and just like the black guy said, uh, I'm so happy he's outside. I just wanted to break up all the time, you know? I'm just like, I feel chained. I hate it. Um, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. So I've been doing, um, I used to do the same scripted 
presentation. I have nothing, pre nothing uh, ready right now. No, no jokes, no turns, no classic comedy turns for you folks. There's nothing lined up. Um, I have a list of things to go off of. Let's see. We, I've been, I used to do, I used to do a folk cam web show when I lived in Los Angeles. I got paid a whopping $15 an hour to play folk music and I would play for eight hours a day. I lived in the ghetto and uh, they hated it so much. They threw rocks through my window. There was ambulances. Uh, it was very scary. And now I get paid big money for a webcam show. I mean, relatively big money um, because I'm a salesman and I moved to San Francisco. Uh, I'm also going to make this uh, seminar, okay? I moved to San Francisco with $50 in my pocket and barely enough for one week of hotel, caffeine pills, and uh, like 20 PB&Js. This is a true story. I really had $50 and I remember being in Dolores Park and thinking, oh my God, I'm so completely, absolutely fucked and there's no way out of this really and just looking at the sky and like thinking about homelessness and this girl that I had talked into having sex with me. And you know, I, I was actually starting to get laid again because I had to work so hard. I was doing petitions for like $3 a signature and I'd get like 100 or 200 of them a day because I needed it, you know? And so I'd just aggressively fight for uh, the le to keep flavored tobacco legal and it didn't win, but I got a lot of money in the process, enough to launch a career in sales again after Having not done petitions for a couple years, enough to, to have some, some money. Things are going better now, uh, but I'm a workaholic. I'm doing like 70 or 80 hours a week. I'm losing my fucking mind. Um, I feel like I'm 26. I'm gaining weight. I feel like I'm living like in a 35 or a 40-year-old person's body. This girl is saying she wants to fucking marry me sometimes, you know? And it's like I've gone from like, oh, I can't get laid and I'm poor to like, I fucking am in this relationship and I'm making money, but like, it's not any better, <laughs> you know? <laughs> it fucking sucks. Um, but not like necessarily. It is really nice to know that like, I could just not work for like a year or two years and be okay. Like I do have a little bit of a nest egg saved up, but for San Francisco, it's like, it's all relative, you know? Like you have so long to go before you really have money here. Um, so long to go. But yeah, I do a web webinar every day. It's the same exact, same exact script. I'm doing a screen share. I'm selling some software, slinging some deals, slinging some real estate technology all over the place. And um, yeah, that's where I put my entertainment energy these days. Um, so let's see. I have three bullet points left. Fuck the girl at Dolores Park. I'm stuck in a codependent relationship. Um, oh, and anytime someone tells you on the phone, like if, if someone is trying to sell you something on the phone and they say that they need approval from their boss, uh, they're almost never talking to their boss. Um, I just want to say that, right? So they're almost always stalling for time, trying to find ways to fuck you in the ass a little bit. Um, I've done it. I've done it more than I care to admit. Um, I have some, I have a kind of an aggressive sales personality. I've, I've sold a lot of bullshit. Um, and uh, yeah, anytime someone tells you that uh, prices are based off an algorithm, who can relate to this? What is, what, what is my life come to? 
you know? What am I doing with my life these days? Is anyone else a workaholic that just can't stop working? Does anyone else go through that? Are you guys going through that right now? Yeah, what do you do for work? You're a web developer. Okay, how much more time do I have? Hey, it's so great to have everybody back now that I'm finishing up. All right, so, you know, I uh, recently, my friend was telling me, hey, Corbin, you know, you should really be a Mormon. And he was telling me all about it. I thought, you know, I would love to be a Mormon. You want to know why? Uh, it just dawned on me that, I don't know if you know this, when you're a Mormon, when you die, you get your very own planet. And I thought, you know, sign me up. I've been looking for great reasons to kill myself. My guy, Corbin. Damn, Eukaitis. Damn, Eukaitis. All right. Well, you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you some. Let me tell you some. First of all, put that away. Okay. I don't know who you fucking think you is. Just out here, just you know what I'm saying. You see the fucking sign? No alcohol in or out. My right capital. <laughs> he know I got some drink in my pocket. Anyway, uh, but I don't though. All right, all right. Fuck. See, this is a t this is a hard room. They're not laughing at me. They they're not laughing at you. I thought I could overcome it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a di it's difficult, and that's just part of being a comedian, man. So, and sometimes, you know, motherfuckers got to take a cigarette break, and so you got to talk to like two people, and it's just more. It's just a challenge, you know. Okay, you know, and you know, let's give a round of applause to it for this guy for you know, trying to give up the cigarettes. Round of applause. Round of applause. Okay, well, you, you give me one clap. All right, fuck you then. Fucking beat his ass later if you want, Corbin. Damn you, Kytus. Um, All right, so our next comedian, she's here. She's in the flesh. She's about to be funny. Right? Aren't you? What's your last name? It says it says D on the list. Or do would you prefer not to give it? Okay. All right. Okay. Um, everybody, give it up for Madison D. Thank you. I'm like mildly worried about Pooja. Pooja, are you okay? All right, just checking. This is me being a good friend, you guys. This is what healthy friendship looks like, you know? Um, I also didn't realize I was about to go up. Do you guys want to hear about Stockholm Syndrome? I don't know how well you're going to relate to this. Uh, I feel like I have fashion Stockholm syndrome, you know, like I'll see something. And I'll be like, oh, that's that's really ugly. And then I'll see it like three more times. And I'll be like, I guess that's what people are wearing these days. And then like six more times. And I'm like, well, I guess now I own this like bomber jacket with the furriness on the inside. <laughs> this is 
I don't know, they just, they get you used to it. And then you see it five years later and you're like, I was mistaken. So mistaken. Women laugh at that more, but I promise I don't have any female audience members right now. Um, but honestly, I think that Stockholm Syndrome is like the best thing that could ever happen to you. Like if it comes down to it and you're kidnapped and you have the choice between being Belle, like, okay, so you know Belle from Beauty and the Beast, right? Okay. So she has the choice between being kidnapped with a monster and living in a castle with a prince. Which one would you choose? It's obvious. Choose the one that's fun. That's your brain protecting you. Like, lean into Stockholm Syndrome, okay? That's all I'm saying. Guys, I'm still worried about Pooja. Okay. She's making some promising sounds. <laughs> oh. So, I have this necklace. It's in the shape of a compass as a reminder to myself that I get lost a lot. Like... When in doubt, I'm in lost. Success. Excellent. I'm so happy for you. Um, I have a personal rule for myself because of how often I get lost. It's uh, if the map's wrong, you're lost. That's what it means. If the map, if you start thinking, oh, they must have screwed up this map design, you're lost. You don't know where the fuck you are. This is based on a trip I took to the Canadian border. I was like leading a camping and canoeing trip. The last thing my boss said to me before I left was, it's a felony to camp in Canada. And I was in charge of seven 13 year old girls. So I told them, if you see the Mounties, you stay there and we're going to run because you're under 18. And if you get a felony, it'll clear. <laughs> it won't for me. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. My child abuse story. Um, yeah. So, okay. I think, I feel like I've made it clear. I have a poor sense of direction. So for me, San Francisco it's just like a large space composed of like different bars I've done open mics at or like, you know, like random places I recognize. And occasionally those like merge together and I'm going to an open mic and I'm like, oh, someone that I slept with lived around here. It's like, this is familiar. And I slowly connect these areas and that's how I understand a neighborhood. But sometimes, are you, what are you doing, Pooja? Is that a picture or video? Because I prefer not a video. <laughs> Pooja, you're free like a bird. Yeah, you never see one without the other. Yeah? Oh, somebody's peeing right now. Who's that? Who remembers who went to the bathroom recently? We could put their sounds on the radio. 
All right. Well, that's reasonable because phones die. I forgot where I was going with my last one, but like now I'm going to go into my masturbation joke. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> I do remember where I was going. Um, Semi-recently, I came across this case where I was like, wow, this apartment looks familiar. And then I was like, oh, I remember that Vietnamese couple upstairs. Then I was like, oh, I've fucked someone in this bedroom before. <laughs> and like, how do you explain to someone that's why like you can't come? You know, like, what do you say? What do you say in that situation? No, that's not a solid punchline. Okay, I'm gonna go into my, oh, I think they're gonna fuck and I'm kind of pumped for Pooja. <laughs> I'm such a good friend, I hope she can't hear me. Can you hear me? You're so beautiful, that is exactly what I said. All right, okay, this is my final joke because it seems like a good time to be done with this activity. Positivity? No one has ever asked me to be on their positivity team before because they've like heard me talk about my own life. Discourages that. Um, how do you guys feel about masturbation? You're pro masturbation, yeah? When do you ask your friends for masturbation tips? Okay. You're missing out. I prefer to ask my friends about masturbation at brunch. Like, I want to know, that's when I ask them. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Like, you've had a couple of mimosas, but nobody's going, like, trolling for dick in, like, the immediate future. And, like, really, what are Sunday afternoons for if not masturbating? So brunch is the perfect time to ask for tips. The afternoon is the perfect time to masturbate. <laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> yeah, obviously you're missing out on opportunities to learn. Because, like, okay, so you claim that you know everything there is to know about masturbating. Like, you can do it to completion, and that's what counts. See, I feel like maybe I could do it better. You know, like, by definition, it's something you do alone. So how do you know if you're doing it wrong? Like, how do you know if you could be getting yourself off in a more enjoyable way? Like, I have imposter syndrome around masturbation, okay? This is what I'm trying to tell you. And so to, like, counter it, I just ask my friends, you know, about, like, for tips and tricks. And the best trick I've ever learned, if you're curious at all, I mean, you obviously told us you have it down to a science. Congratulations. Are you curious? Do you want to know how to do it better? Pooja, do you want to know how to do it better? No, she does not. She is busy. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't need to masturbate. Anyways, the best tip I've ever gotten is it's all about, like, what you focus on, you know? Like, you can focus on, like, someone from a movie or, like, someone you interact with in, like, real life. But I prefer to focus on, like, me having my life together. <laughs> like, that is just so hot. So now I really get off to the idea of myself having curtains, which I feel like my neighbors would also enjoy. <laughs> Thank you.
All right, that was fucking beautiful, wasn't it? God damn it. All right, so now there's a, there's a couple options here going on. Pooja. Pooja. Yeah. What do you got? You got some funnies? You got some giggles and, and some... You don't need a routine. You don't need one. I mean, that's. You could just come up here and get that off your chest. You got five minutes to talk about to talk about it. You fucking listen. You fucking come up here. You got five minutes to talk about whatever you want to talk about. And it'll be funny or it'll not be funny, but it'll be feel good to get off your chest. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Tell us about whatever. That's okay. We're all with you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We'll cry, we'll cry together. We'll never be that. This is not a judgmental place. This is a place full of love. If you come here, talk about what Pooja, everybody. She's going to talk about whatever she wants. Hi, guys. Every, uh, so, today's in the night. I've always wanted to be a stand up comedian. So, I'm standing here in the lights and I'm like here trying to tell you guys about funny stuff. But tonight's not going to be about funny stuff. Tonight's going to be about like me and my sorrow. Because my dog was put down tonight. And, like, I feel like everyone's, like, kind of nodding their heads in a way that's kind of like, yeah, yeah, okay, like, go scan on with the funny. But it's been a really long, really hard night. Mm-hmm. Has anyone of you guys ever dealt with an animal passing? No. No? Yes. I hear, I see like that long, deep nod, and you, like, what happened with you? Well, <laughs> what happened with your cat? What what happened? But like, something must have led up to it. You're just old. What what about uh, you? You? What what happened to your dog? <laughs> Sorry, everyone's gonna end up crying. That's what it did. Yeah? This is not a, this is a comedy show you signed up for. This is a, a show about where we talk about how animals are not good, good enough for us. So what happened to your, your animals? Okay, and then after that? I'm sorry. How did you deal with it afterwards? How did you deal with it afterwards? Um, By drinking a lot, like me? And then somehow ending up on a stage? <laughs> okay, and then Matt is obviously eating. That's how she deals with things. How about you? Did you deal with an animal leaving you? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. My dog died. Why am I on this stage anymore? Like, I'm not here to, like, make people feel funny, am I? 
I got seven minutes to do whatever I want. So here's what I want. I'm going to tell you guys. I had a dog who loved me. He made me feel like amazing. He was my best buddy. He was like, if you've ever read the book, because of Windex, he was my Windexy. He went, we, went with me to the store. He would buy chocolate with me, and he would come back to my house, and he would sit next to me while I got yelled at by my mom because I bought, like, chocolate when I wasn't supposed to. And today he died. <laughs> he was my best friend, and it was really, really fucking hard. And I'm sorry to bring everyone down, but I was invited to the stage, and it was really, really fucking a hard day. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really, really fucking rough. But I think everyone knows heartbreak, and there's no tougher heartbreak than when a dog cannot share this life with you more, longer than you can, you know? In any case, I have been trying to build up my stand-up routine. Maybe a couple of jokes. Maybe a couple of jokes. Let me think about that. Let me think about that. I don't Hmm? <laughs> it is a difficult transition for the moment that you like you're talking about your dog dying because that's what you've been fixating on the whole night <laughs> i don't really have a joke right now okay so can somebody throw topics out at me well, like y'all are y'all are helping hey, me right now well, y'all are helping me because well, i'm like a depression well, depressing right oh 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 look at this look at this okay all right roast another comic on the belt that i don't know anyone Okay. Let's keep going. The farthest you've ever run. That's about 0.25 mile. Anywhere? The month? Yeah. Yeah. Quarter mile. And you into that? Do you know the time? What type of times are we talking about? Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? I do want the shrimp. You can start eating a shrimp. Do you know the time? Do you know the time? What's your longest time? What do you people think about time? Can everyone raise their hand? What do you think about time? Not real. What do you think about times at all? What does time mean to you? Mm, it means something. Mm, it means something to everyone. So if it doesn't mean something to you, then you're just kind of like in a in an illusion. So who who thinks something about time? Anyone? With the best friend, we'll all be dead. You got about a minute left. Huh? You got about a minute left. Yeah, I know. That's fine. Honestly, I'm not a comedian. I'm here talking about my dog's death, and everyone's trying to make me feel so upset about it. No, we're not. Yes, yes. I'm still here talking to talk about, do you know what the time is? Time means, to me, at least in the context of this question, what it means to make a woman come. Is that what that means to you? 
How long does it take to make a woman come for you? It depends on the woman. That is a good question. What is it? What is it? What is yeah. Okay, what are the indications? Okay, okay, okay. Everyone calm down. Everyone calm down. This is an explosive question. What did it make to make a woman come for you? Yes. Are you too scared to answer that question? You're going to be the man at the balls if you answer that question. Okay, so you're, you're, you're. What did it make to make a woman feel like they're going to come? Um, I also have only ever made one woman come also ever. That was literally with my tongue in her mouth. I mean, in her other mouth. <laughs> You know, in the vagina. Um, and it was in a very specific way. But I feel like women, it always comes down to, what, 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 what? what? I feel like what it I'm not ready for it. I, I'm like unhappy with this reaction to it, so I'm not gonna divulge the details. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not probably not gonna explain because like I was also forced onto this stage when I was in like a period of like extreme grief. But you feel better now. No, I don't. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be in extreme grief in another 20 minutes. <laughs> and I'm probably gonna be here at a point where I'm like trying to actually put on like and like everyone's gonna be like, what the fuck is going on? Already something is, what the fuck is going on? So I feel like very, very unhappy with this whole situation. All right, you know what, guys? Lick her asshole. That is the key. That is the key. All right, jiggle her butt cheeks. You did wonderfully. You did wonderfully. Didn't I not? You did wonderfully. Pooja. Pooja, everybody. Give it up. Give it up. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. So just like this light, just like this light here that stayed on, uh, just like this light that's been, that stayed rocking with us the whole fucking time, um, this next comedian, that's how he gets down. He gets down just like this light, rocking with it the whole time. Staying on, staying lit, and staying bright and staying beautiful. Um, and this is this guy. And he's, fu he's fucking running the shit right now. You know what I'm saying? So if you got any problems, talk to this motherfucker. And... Uh, <laughs> okay. Light back on. All right. So he's going to come up here and tell some jokes. And you guys probably aren't going to laugh like you haven't laughed at anybody else tonight. Um, you the only person that got laughs. So that's in a beautiful way. And, uh, and so that's impressive, especially because you're not even a comedian. Um, but maybe, maybe you are. Um, 
But anyway, everybody fucking uh, put your fucking hands together for Capital Pill Crow right now. Come on, bro. So you need your butt licked to come. Is that why you miss your dog? That deserves more than that, people. Come on. I've been waiting all night. And I'm running the light. I'm controlling the time. I don't even know if you own a phone with the way you were acting. <laughs> my name is Capital P. And no, my mom did not name me that. That would be a... Would that be child abuse? I don't know if that'd be child abuse, but that'd be a lot of child responsibility. Like... Now he wants to work. We all came here to practice our jokes. Please let us. You were right. I smoke too much. I don't the show. I could give myself as much time as I want. I could fucking run this bitch late if I want to. I can kick y'all out and keep talking. This is my shit. I don't care. I really don't care. And I don't care what y'all got to say. Everybody got suggestions. Everybody think they Gordon fucking Ramsay and shit. Like they could just walk in your kitchen and just tell you what to fucking do and shit. Everybody's saying do this, do that. Y'all would burn soup. I don't give a fuck. Do what you want to do. Everybody, everybody fucking chiming in, telling each other what to do tonight. Fucking yelling during people's sets. Let people fail. Fuck them. It's their problem. We here to work. This is the only mic on a Saturday night. If you're not here, you chose not to work. Or you worked so hard you got booked. In that case, I'm happy for you. And if somebody wants to talk to her in your set, fucking let them. But handle this shit yourself. Y'all just been letting that shit happen, like, looking like punks. And you might, maybe you got a couple laughs from it, maybe there was some good energy in the room, but that ain't yours, that's just, a, that's a blessing. Good you got some laughs. You ain't earned that shit. That ain't nothing. That's like being born with money. That's bullshit. That's like buying a gold watch with the money your parents gave you. Trying to stunt on a bitch, doing some shit. That's like, that's like being fucking Jaden Smith. That kid got like what, six albums, fucking three mixtapes, whatever. They still gonna play Get Jiggy with it at his funeral. You gotta earn your shit or else you don't get the credit. You don't wanna end up like what, like, like, who? Like Jesus? Jesus Christ? That motherfucker walked like what, like 6,000 miles? Healed like lepers and shit, wrote a book. God worked six days in his life, then he took a nap. And who are we worshiping? Jesus. Jesus did write a 
there you go. That's the problem. We worship at will. Jaden working. Jaden working harder. Will Smith, the movie star. Will Smith, the fucking movie star. They just hand him the script. They hand him the script, but we listen to his opinion. Why do you care? Why are you listening to me? Why aren't you on your phone going over your set, Kelly Evans? You should go over your set, Kelly Evans. I got a show tomorrow. <laughs> I got 10 minutes. I'm gonna do whatever I want, shit. I'm gonna smoke a joint, I know that. I'm definitely gonna smoke a joint. I'm not gonna smoke another joint before the mic again, though. <laughs> Cause like I said, you gotta be able to handle your business and I should've been able to handle this shit, goddamn. I just had to sit and watch and learn, like. Shit got out of control real quick. It was like a bad acid trip. Like, I was just sitting in the corner. <laughs> I put my hood up and goddamn, what? You got some eyes to pay attention with, motherfucker? They laughing? You trying to fucking shit. You started working way harder when they walked in the room. Yeah, actually after you left, you know, Mr. Host. I know. People earn the opportunities, people lose them. Don't feel, it's an open mic. Don't feel bad. If. I'm high enough. He's hosting next week. Not next week, week after. Okay. Oh, yeah, week after. Yes. Um, I like you a lot, Kelly Evans. You know why I like you? A Civil War general. <laughs> Probably a Bond movie. Maybe. Oh, I had something for you. Oh, what was it? I have it on my phone. I have a lot of notes for you, actually. I spent a lot of time with you. Uh, super villain on a budget. There we go. Um, see, I had a good time. I know what I'm doing. Is this all I need? At this point, this is about me. That's why I wanted to go last, so I don't have to worry about y'all. Because y'all ain't worried about nobody else tonight, so I ain't either. Shit. Because it's the right thing to do. I am. Then, yes. Good. Me neither. I got to do better than him 
and he convinced somebody to go on stage. So you got to give me something. Yeah, you you oh you didn't even make me cry. <laughs> Don't, girl, I got way more weed than you, and it's much better than anything you could possibly have. I'm not tripping. You should buy better weed. <laughs> it falls asleep a lot faster. Um, I want one more. I need one more hit. I got all the time I fucking want, Luke Newman. See, now, this is shit. Don't do this to me, because now I want to save another minute just to spite you. I'm laughing to me. You've been making me squirm all night. I'll just sit and look at you. I'll be here in two weeks. I'll be here in three weeks. I'll be here in 10 years. I can do whatever the fuck I want right now. Yeah. Show some fucking respect. What are you saying, bro? If he doesn't show some fucking respect, then do what you want him to do. Do the thing that you want. I am. What? And it's so fun. Give it up. For Luke Newman, everybody. <laughs> this motherfucker capital. He's uh, running shit right now. So we appreciate him. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful thing. Um, I think this this about does it. You sitting over here now. What's Now what sparked that decision? What do you, you came from over there to over there. How did you get there? Oh, I see. Oh, I see. So you didn't want to walk in front to come back. Okay. Gotcha. Now, sir. <laughs> she didn't have anything either, but she went up. She had the fucking, she put the balls, to, or the, excuse me, the ovaries together to get up here. And, uh, you know, talk some shit. Now, your name's on the list. If you want to come up here, you're welcome. You're in you're in you're in a loving atmosphere and environment. Um, but also we would just we could just end the show right now. None of it is none of it is real. Who the fuck? Oh, you said coke? So you want some coke? <laughs> That'll get you up here. You're good. Who wants to see this man? We'll give you a couple minutes. Who wants to see this man try his hand at comedy for a couple minutes? Round of applause if you guys want to see this guy. What he said. You got 10 seconds? You want to come do 10 seconds? Give it up for this guy right here. I forgot his name. Tell everybody your name when you get up here. Ron, give it up. Do your 10 seconds, man. We love you. Give it up. Woo. I got 10 seconds. It's about how long it lasts in bed, how long it lasts in masturbation. That's why I couldn't answer the uh, how long does it take to make a woman come because it, I never get to that point. I just kind of 
stick it in, come and that's it. Feel like um, this is kind of like school. Uh, was very nervous uh, walking in initially. I just see this uh, kind of cheat handed to me and I was like, oh, I got to sign it. It's like attendance or something with the little bubbles and everything. Sign it. Uh, so I feel like right now uh, I haven't really made anyone laugh, but that's fine because uh, I haven't made anyone cry. I haven't talked to my dog dying. So at least I got that going for me. Um, appreciate uh, shout out to Capital P. Um, he's like the Eminem of uh, stand-up comedy, so it's the vibes I got. And um, that was it. Oh <laughs> Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. I don't know. Hey, man, fucking give it up for this guy one more time. Fucking, it's not easy. It's not easy to just come out here with you know with nothing and just get on stage. Give it up for Pooja as well. Um, give it up for Pooja as well. And give it up for all the, give it up for all the other comedians that got up here. Um, and um, so that's it, right? That's a wrap on that. All right, so I had a good time. Um, I hope everybody else had a good time. You know, it was interesting. You know, it was it was up. There were some there were ups. There were some ups and downs. There were some ups and downs. There were some lefts and rights. Um, there were some ins and outs. Uh, but uh, there were some laughs and there were some tears. And um, and I think it was beautiful. And uh, this motherfucking light is still working. And I think that, sh that this light should represent the, the, the fucking drive in all of our souls and hearts here. Damn it. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so uh, let me, so fuck this light then. We keep, we keep shining. Okay? We keep fucking shining. We keep shining. God bless y'all. That's the end of the show. Thanks. Dave, how does that part go?
You're showing off, but we can talk. Yeah, we can talk. We can talk. Even we, we got mind control over her. Yep. Okay. Still here. And Russell's still the, here, actually Russell's here in too. the studio, so we can't ignore him and Hello, so young Russ. tangent the conversation, so it's not involved. Hi, Russell. I am taking your sticker. <laughs> he is cutting your trussles. Well, I'm I'm taking Troubles. your sticker and I'm gonna put it and um, immortalizing it on my my band bag. Boom. Awesome. And Martin. Oh, mm-hmm. My Amanda Raps and Sarah Sparkle stickers and like all the afternoon delight stickers and all the bands I've ever seen at Winters and the tattoo Z-bag. Awesome. The tattoo place that did my tattoo. Because all I was gonna like like, like later this week or actually next month I was gonna customize my own shirts you know Russell's Truffles. That'd be amazing. And I should have like some like funny sayings you know like say no to drugs but say yes to truffles right. or hashtag mouthgasm. Yeah hashtag mouthgasm or um, hashtag double Stuffle Russell's double stuffle truffle shuffle. Thingy. And we do a dance to it, of course. Exactly. I figured that was important. On the shirt? On the shirt, we do a dance in the shirt. Every time we wore the, in shirt, the shirt, we'd have to do You a gotta dance. make one of those double truffle shuffle shirts that you have to wear that specific shirt. And then you, you have to dance. lift it up and do the truffle shuffle Bam. from Goonies. I think that's the a good idea. Shuffle. I'm putting it on my um, thing right betwixt me and Amanda's butts, right? <laughs> um, also, um, Silogs, the, um, the... Kellogg's cereal? No, Silogs, the um, Filipino food that's attached to the um, last stop yeah. in uh, on mission. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. And mm-hmm. um, and above, my failure machine, which is an amazing band that I know from Winters. So you're going to get like stuck right there in the trifecta. And now Russell's truffles are part of my bag. And I might add um, some color to it, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. Yay! Because me and Adriel. Counter offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter offer, baby. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's Ignition sequence starts. Six, five.
It's time for the AltaCast here on MutinyRadio.fm. My co-host, LaToya, the Sheriff of Truth, is having technical difficulties and is not here yet. That's okay. The stream is back up. That's very exciting. Things are working. There's magic in the air. Thank you, Richard Kiss, for being amazing. And I don't know what you did or how you did it, but you sure did. And it worked out here at Mutiny Radio. So... Everything's going to be okay, as they say. If you're listening to the AltaCast, it's the loosely-based socialist news program going through current events and the whatnot, sometimes making up songs. That's It's been a while since we've done a hot, dirty pee in the sheriff, sadly. Um, yeah, anybody else having a hard time with the heat? Oh, it's so hot! It's actually, it's not that bad. It's nice for it to be summertime for one of the first times in a long time here in San Francisco. I like it. I don't have a problem with it. It's like uh, getting too close to the sun. Everyone's scared. Oh, it's so, I can't. It's fine. We're all, people are short-tempered on the road. Things are difficult. Things seem to be breaking. I'm wondering if Mercury's in retrograde or if some weird shit is going on. Communication breakdowns all over the place. Is it due to the heat? Who knows? Uh, do humans blame all kinds of dumb shit on whatever they want to blame it on? Hell yeah! Uh, it's been a scary week. It always is, every time. This week was specifically scary only because the stream was down and nobody let me know about it for a while. And I was like, like really? 13 shows had shows and none of you checked the stream? <sighs> My disappointment in people is, I mean, I don't know. I just, I wish people wrote things down or remembered things or took responsibility for stuff, but it's okay. I live in San Francisco. It's, you don't have to grow up here. I saw a sign that said that and I enjoyed that because it's like, you don't have to grow up here, meaning you can come here and people are still nice. Well, not anymore, but then you don't have to grow up, meaning you can Peter Pan yourself forever. Um, let's do the old trick Trump is and we'll see what comes up. They've got to be, the, the internet knows who I am because it's saying Trump is, and then we've got an idiot, a moron, awesome, stupid, is a racist. Wow. I mean, is that, that's the gestalt right now, I guess, the general feeling of all people about what's happening with our world. This is fun. Here are 13 examples of 45 being racist. This was updated. This is even, this is old. This is so old. And it still is um, funny and poignant today. He claims to have a great relationship with blacks, which is totally something a normal person would say. (laughs) Uh, 45 may have failed to disavow the Ku Klux Klan in late February 2016, but it'll have you know he's not a racist. In fact, he claims to be the least racist person you've ever met. And last summer, he pulled out the old standby about not having a racist bone in his body. But he hasn't given us a lot of reason to believe that. In fact, despite despite Trump's protest to the contrary, he has a long history of saying and doing racist things. It's not really surprising that he won the support and praise of the country's white supremacists. 
Here's a running list of some of the most glaringly racist things associated with 45. We'll be adding to it soon. Uh, he attacked Muslim Gold Star parents. Trump's retaliation against the parents of a Muslim U.S. Army officer who died while serving the Iraq war was a clear low point in a campaign full of hateful rhetoric. Kazir Khan, the father of late Army Captain Human Khan, spoke out against Trump's bigoted rhetoric and disregard for civil liberties at the Democratic National Convention. It quickly became the most memorable moment of the convention. Let me ask you, have you ever read the U.S. Constitution? Khan asked Trump before pulling a copy of the document from his jacket pocket, holding it up. I will gladly lend you my copy. Khan's wife, Ghazal Khan, who wears a Muslim headscarf, a hijab, stood at his side during the speech but did not speak. In response to the devastating speech, Trump seized on Ghazala Khan's silence to insinuate that she was forbidden from speaking due to the country couple's Islamic faith. If you look at his wife, she was just standing there. She had nothing to say. She probably maybe wasn't allowed to have anything to say, you tell me, Trump said in an interview with ABC News. That's so funny because he has third Wi-Fi's down. Speaking of not speaking, Melania, say something, sweetheart. Show us on the doll where he touched you. Are you okay? Blink twice if you're okay. It's hard with all that Botox, I'm sure. She's just so pretty when she frowns. Gazala Khan explained in an op-ed in Washington Post that she could not speak because of the grief of her son. Walking onto the convention stage with a huge picture of my son behind me, I could hardly control myself. What mother could? She wrote, Donald Trump has children whom he loves. Does he really need to wonder why I did not speak? He claimed a judge was biased because he's a Mexican. Uh, this is all old, too. In May, Trump implied that Gazan... Gonzalo Curiel, the federal judge presiding over a class action against a for-profit Trump University, could not fairly hear the case because of his Mexican heritage. He's a Mexican, Trump told CNN of Curiel. We're building a wall between here and Mexico. The answer is, is he giving us very unfair rulings, rulings that people can't even believe. He's such a jerk. Curiel, it should be noted, is an American citizen who was born in Indiana and as a prosecutor in the late 1990s went after Mexican drug cartels, making him a target for assassination by a Tijuana drug lord. Even Trump's own party slammed the racist remarks. Claiming a person can't do their job because of their race was sort of like the textbook definition of a racist comment, <laughs> House Speaker Paul Ryan said in reaction to his comments, although he clarified that he still endorses the nominee. Oof. The comments against Curiel didn't sit well with the American public either. According to a YouGov poll released in June, 51% of those surveyed agreed that Trump's comments were not only wrong but also racist. 57% of Americans think Trump was wrong to complain against the judge, while 20% still think he was right to do so. When asked whether he would trust a Muslim judge in light of his proposed restriction on Muslim immigration, Trump suggested that such a judge might not be fair to him either. Wow. Wow. Well, here's the thing. Presiding over a class action suit for the for-profit Trump University, the non-university, the completely not accredited university that just stole people's money. No? Does anybody remember that? That he just, they would have, oh, go, go to this, spend $1,000 and go to this seminar. Well, then you have to buy these books and go to this next seminar grouping. And the curriculum, the curriculum was taught by people that were selling timeshares. 
buy in, buy more, buy more education, then you aren't getting any education. Of course there was a class action suit against him. Of course. It has nothing to do with anybody being Mexican. God, why does he hate Mexicans so much? It just doesn't make any sense to me. I love Mexico. Has he ever been to Mexico? It's the best. People are so nice. Speaking of so nice, here at Mutiny Radio, we have the art of Amanda Rocks up right now, and it is amazing. It's these bunny men and squirrels and, like, dead unicorns and lighting. I mean, it's great. There's, like, an actual gaslighting picture where the bunny is throwing gas on a karaoke van that has a... Uh, the head of a unicorn on a microphone it's and then it's just great it's so good one of them says hope and there's a dead bunny uh in the ground it's feelings there's a it's anyways it's really great come by and look at it here are more racist things the justice department sued his country his company twice for not renting to black people When Trump was serving as president of his family's real estate company, the Trump Management Corporation, in 1973, the Justice Department sued the company for alleged racial discrimination against black people looking to rent apartments in Brooklyn's Queens and Staten Island. The lawsuit charged that the company quoted different rental terms and conditions to black rental candidates than it did to white rental candidates, and that the the company lied. I keep using the words country and company and switching them, and it's sort of funny because he sort of is the CEO of the country right now, and it's, as a company, as a country, he's making it racist, and it's fucked up. Uh, And the company lied to black applicants about apartments not being available. Trump called those accusations absolutely ridiculous and sued the Justice Department for $100 million in damages and defamation. Hey! Oh, you look great, even though you, you have a sad face on your face. I was just going through an old article about um, 13 examples of Donald Trump being racist and uh, just brought it back to 1973 when the Justice Department sued him as company for the housing. Yeah. Um, yeah, without admitting, without, he said it was absolutely ridiculous. Without admitting wrongdoing, the Trump Management Corporation settled the original lawsuit two years later and promised not to discriminate against black people, Puerto Ricans, or other minorities. Trump also agreed to send weekly vacancy lists for his 1,500 apartments to the New York Urban League, a civil rights group, and allowed the NYUL to present qualified applicants for vacancies in certain Trump properties. Just three years after that, the Justice Department sued the Trump Management Corporation again for allegedly discriminating against black applicants by telling them apartments weren't available. Yeah, so he has not liked colored people since. Yeah, he's, um, I think he might be one of the people that still uses the term colored people. (laughs) (laughs) That might be the thing that might be happening. You know, what's funny is um, I just got on my lift and the guy was asking me, so where are you off to? I'm talking to him about the podcast. Yeah. And I tell him what we talk about. And he's like, oh, you know, I don't pay attention to politics. I'm like, brother, you should. He's like, yeah, you know, there's been some people that came into my lift that said 45 is like the greatest president. What? And I'm like, I, I, and I missed my moment to say, well, those people are racist, but I was so frustrated about something else personally going on in my life. Um, that was just it was like I'm like wait a minute 
Did he say that he has people that say, oh, Lordy. I, people with money have a tendency to be more racist. Because I think they, just white people. Well, and I, 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 again, I think it has to do with, I think it has to do with class. And I think that there are but a, there's lot of, poor, a lot of poor white people. There, there too that, that still are yeah, racist. But they, the thing is, here's the, the stupid thing about, and I'm talking to the poor white folks out there now. You're voting your hatred so much that you'd rather be in the poor house. Right. You like you're voting against your own interests. Right. Like your hate is so like you but really why think why hate? What why do people get so angry? Why would you hate that much to be broke? <laughs> right. I mean it's it doesn't make sense to it me. I'm make like sense. you would rather suffer because you have this much hate in your heart for but we're all Americans it's like how do we how do we find a common ground like I get it I get it people I, I think a lot of the Bible belt and a lot they have some serious hate in their heart for yeah. me abortion for the for me the lady who's like a feminist and they're like oh feminism that's gross like what's yeah. wrong with you and they think abortion is dirty and wrong and I'm like no it's not but so it when can we all agree like well we're all americans or we all we all believe in this constitution thing or we're all human or we're all like I, I just I, feel like I, when's I, it gonna stop i don't i don't know and that's the sad thing and the thing is you have so many you know platforms now that will give you that that have like you know that don't platforms tell you the news. for hate <laughs> yeah ex exactly like you it, it, no you're absolutely right you have people out there still that you know the internet is a very fun fascinating thing where people will find things on youtube and other websites and the incels they're gross yeah they're gross like i didn't know what an incel was I until like until a couple years ago yeah, and, I didn't know that they existed. I didn't know And it's know they something were that started, I think. Dudes. Yeah. But you remember we read Dominance? up about that? Yes. Yeah, how it originally started. And it was completely the opposite of what an incel is in today's terminology. Sure. And now it's. Um, and now it's trolls and haters. Yeah, that hate women and hate, bigots. And right. it, it's, it's yeah. But it's, it's a thing that's been popularized by like certain platforms online yeah and this is where people get their news too not knowing that it is fake news but also well, that's the thing what's real and what's not and so many people are living in simulations and simulacrums when you have people that are sort of you can live a life in Call of Duty. You can live a life in Second Life. You can live a life in some of these online, in Fortnite. You can live a life in The Sims. You can, there are all of these digital platforms that are creating alternate realities that people are investing in time-wise and material-wise and just humanity-wise. But that's not real. Or is it real? Is it real? Are those plat people are interacting, people are communicating, there are things, there are simulations that you're looking at on a digital screen or in your VR. It, is it real? Is it not? I mean, it's not philosophically. Real. I mean, it's not real. It's just like the fact of the matter of like, you know, going old school, like what our parents would tell us, don't believe everything you see on t TV. Right. It's the same thing. Internet is just, it's TV. 
Well, it's a screen. It's but, a screen. But what if our eyes are screens? What if, it, I mean, can, our eyes are screens. could we truly be in, like, how do we know that this reality that we're in right now is real? Because right now you and I are real in this room, but people could be listening to this later and they're listening to us and it's real, but it's not real because it's a copy of the real, but it's still like they're there. And this moment was real, but when they're listening to it, they're in another moment and that's real too. I see. I, I think that's the problem. We're, we're we're over analyzing everything See, the, but and I think and I think the fact that matters what you know like for example you know 45 will say something and you'll you'll hear them say it and it'll be recorded it'll and be it'll up. be tweeted it'll twit it'll twitter out yeah and is that real it's what he said it's does what it he have said. any weight to it does it but have policy but how then, does it shape things but then he'll go back and say oh I didn't say that but it's like actually you did we well, have we proof have a of document it. of it yeah so that makes but, it a lie, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what. I'm, that's exactly what I'm trying to say with how we're overanalyzing things. Like, if you see, if, if you see it coming out of their mouth, you know. As long as it's not doctored, of course, because right, that's mean, another thing that's going What about the going. lizard people? What about the Anunnaki? But I mean, it's it's I, I I don't like to overanalyze what's real. What it like? See, but it goes back to philosophically. It goes back to Plato. Well, first it goes back to Socrates because everything is thought, and it doesn't have any that that you shouldn't write things down. And thought is what makes things real. Now, then, when you extrapolate that and you put that into Plato, and Plato said he talked about the Platonic chair. That here's it when when I say the word chair and you think of a chair in your head, that chair is real. Now, is it the chair you're sitting in? Not necessarily. Is that chair real? Yes. But is it? But the thought of the chair in your head is real. That's a real thought of a real chair. Now, is that chair built? It could be built somewhere. Could you build that chair? Absolutely. So ideas are real. That's what I'm sort of getting at. Is that? Oh, and yeah. then when it, there's a collection and specifically with 45 and the racism and what's happening is that every time he does tweet something, whether he negates it later or th- the, the purpose of it or the spreading of the idea of hate or racism or that poor people are ugly and sad and bad or that women are stupid or that um, only skinny and pretty women should be around him because uh, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like all of all of that gestalt that he embodies and fl- that's us right now as, yeah. a, as a nation. He's our representative. And so... He's he's representing us really shittily right now. Oh, it's and are we gonna are we gonna let this stand? Is he gonna be on for another four years? I don't. I hope not. I mean, the way that things are looking right now, I've been actually not. I've been backing away from reading a lot of things like Good. Huffington Post right now because I'm like it's so stressful and it just makes me angry. I still I don't look at it every day. That's not the first thing I look at anymore. Good because I know I'm like I already have an idea what's going on. I already know my day's day. going to be shitty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do the same but thing. But I mean, as long as I check in like at least three times a week right? rather than every day. Yeah, but don't do it, especially, here's the thing, uh, Jonathan every morning wakes up and when he um, does his business, when he drops his kids off at the pool real early, <laughs> he looks at his phone and he looks at the, what's happening like in the world. It's like reading the paper on the toilet. It's like reading the paper on the toilet. Um, and he swipes <laughs> and wipes and, <laughs> and learns. And I think that sometimes... It puts a really negative spin on his day. Yeah, yeah. 
It and does. so, and he, so he's like, oh, this sucks. But, and, and the same thing has happened to me when I, if I wake up, if I immediately check my email, the first thing, I'm usually in a terrible mood because something stresses me out. I'm like, fuck, I can't deal with it. I'm at home. Yeah. It's a thing and it's terrible. And it's the same thing with the news. When it, it when I let it into my life and I start to think about it and I'm like, fuck, there's nothing I can do about this. There's nothing right. I can do. But then it sort of colors the rest of your day with, I don't know, like green sunglasses where everything <laughs> just looks kind of gross. And yeah. It's like people are gross a little bit and you're just like, ugh. And then when it's hot and people are gross and you're looking at the news and you're like, fuck my life. Fuck my life. And climate change and is real. Climate change is fucking real. You can't tell me that climate change isn't fucking real. And we're not just talking about just because it's been 100 degrees for the past couple of days. This it is it hasn't actually been 100. In the sun. If you stood in the sun with no with no shade. Okay, it was 94 yesterday. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> in the bro- in broad sunlight. But if you're in the shade or you're inside, it's not so my cat is very he's very Oh, my animals are like miserable. out. He's just like lay he's like what is this place? What did you bring me into? What world am I living in? I had a a, a friend, a coworker that um of mine, she's talking to a gentleman or dating and I guess it'll talk politics, which is something Smart. I always No, I always have to know. I'm a black woman so i have to know where where you stand but all language is political so even yeah. if you don't talk politics all language is political but so you know where people stand yeah but um she was mentioning something about climate change or what have you because you know it's she's smart people believe in it because it's fact see this is the product that this goes into the believing and you know what right. you're talking about now it's scientifically been proven that this is something that is happening on the planet okay so basically she he he said to her like you really believe in climate change (gasps) now now tell me this red flags big bells thank you see this is what i'm saying it's a very important conversation like if you just were first meeting jonathan and he said he said that and he wasn't joking i think he if it was a joke i'd be like fucking hilarious stick your dick in my mouth and let's get out of here yeah no like it's um he wasn't joking he wasn't saying it like no climate change isn't real like ironically or sarcastically with with all due intent he was like do you really believe in that wow i'd get up i'd I get it. I have to, I would have to, I'm like, we can't do this. Yeah. I'd pee in a glass and be like, here's what you're going to drink in your future, man. Cause there's going to be no water <laughs> That's left. That's actually kind of You want to drink my facts. urine now or later? Because either way, we're going to get to it. You don't believe in climate change, but you just want to drink apple juice. Like, you know where the apple juice comes from, from the apples. You know how apples get all fat and juicy? Water. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't feed Gatorade to plants. We learned this. But it's got electrolytes. It's got electrolytes. Yeah, mediocrity so. or what was it called? Idiocracy. Idiocracy. Yeah, which is which is a really scary and thing. I now. love that so much that he was like the most mediocre man in the whole universe, yeah. and that he in the future was like the smartest genius. What was it? I, he, I am sure that was his name. I oh sure. yeah, 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 yeah. I am sure. Yeah. Welcome <laughs> right. to Costco. Because he was I so dumb. Because he was so dumb when he got his tag. What's your name? I'm, I'm sure. sure. 
but I mean, that's the reality that we're living in too. Oh, we've made everything so dumb. It's, I mean, that movie came out, I think 2001 or 2005, somewhere around there. Somewhere early. Yeah. Yeah. And Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, the other one. Yeah. Luke Wilson, the the one with the pretty nose. Right. Uh, (laughs) And Maya Rudolph. Cause that's a Mike Judge movie. Maya Rudolph. Yes. She was very, she was one dimensional. She was just the whore, but she was a smart whore. I liked her. I liked her character. I liked yeah. her. But I mean, it, it's it, the scary thing is like, that's how people really are. Like people are really not, I'm not talking yeah. about the main characters. No, no, I'm no, talking no, about no, their how, surroundings. How dumb we are. With yeah. People. Well, it's, I feel the same way about another early 2000s movie, Wally. And I felt like that. Is that the robot? That's the robot. And all the people one. in that are these fat people that are in little chairs and they, and uh, they, they just float around through places and they're all just like super fat. Nobody walks, no one works out. Ooh. And these, there's these little robots that are dealing with all their trash. It's really, uh, it's a really, really good. I movie. heard, I f- completely forgot about that movie. I remember someone yeah, everyone saying, should watch it. Yeah, like, all children should have to watch it. I, I, I remember like a lot of adults at the time saying that the movie was kind of scary and it wasn't too scary as in like, it seemed very realistic. Of how society can be. Ooh, what? I might have, now I have to watch it. That of what like, the future holds. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Steve. When we it's it's when we just start sending we fuck the earth up so much that we just send people up to these space stations and they float around and they just eat and and then the the little robots deal with all our trash. I don't know what they did with the trash. I don't remember. But you know what's funny is that's what's coming. We already have the fact of like let's say we've got that, the Great Pacific Patch, all the plastic. Yeah. And we already have robots cooking our food. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, well that's the thing is that do technology is what sort of fucked humanity up. In that, and we can go even farther back, like to farming, to making bread, to even adding heat to things, like or the cotton gin. Yeah, well, I mean, I but just I mean, all technology. So when our first, I would say that probably our our first technology was probably like sharp things to kill things. A wheel or a rock. The wheel is a is a first thing. The fire is a first thing. Once we start getting into like farming. Like, wow, we're taking specific grains and we're putting them in places and we're growing them and we're saving seeds. That technology is crazy. That changes things. But then the technology that's built off the actual technology of farming now with like these huge machines that do all the rows and then plant all the things and then water it and then do. I'm glad you mentioned this. I'm so glad it's you mentioned all technology. The, yeah, the, uh, the, the farming aspect because this relates to food now. Right. I'm. I want to look up. I'm gonna look up something for you. Um, I wish I could show you people out there, but you can look it up too. I saw this really disturbing thing about fake foods. Oh, and like corn syrup foods, like beyond corn syrup like, foods, like how, like if you go to an Applebee's if you order a steak, oh. and how it's. It, it, it like how they use like some kind of glue or what have oh, you. Oh, meat glue. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know about that until like sure. last week. Wow. And it freaked the f out of me. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the same technology that like the rad Chinese people in Chinatown use to make their fake um, when they make their fake meat. It's basically uh, gluten, and they layer it on top of each other in such a way and with such a flavor that it mimics the layers of meat and how meat is like striated. If you think of the muscle of a 
meat and what yeah. kind of what, oh. or chicken like you think about how chicken flakes you know when you cook it and it does that sort of stringy thing so that but they replicate that with gluten and that's how you get um, seitan and um, all that fake beef and all that. It's it's layered glue. But so meat glue is, yeah, they'll take different parts of beef and sort of like put them together. And I mean, it's the same thing with like ground beef. It can be any part of any kind. And what they're it's doing so with scary. like with meat and with poor cows, cows are living creatures, you know? Yeah. And then... Uh, Oh, that movie Okja. I mean, if you want to oh, cry about Oh, yeah, it, I saw fucking, that. Oh, my I God. I saw that on Netflix, The yeah. sweet pig animal that's like the mother and the... Jesus Christ, that movie was crazy. And But we've, we've divorced ourselves from our food so much now that... We used to be, 200 years ago, we were self-sustaining farmers. That's what America prided itself on. We are like, the pride of America <laughs> is that we are going out and murdering Indians and taking that land and growing crops on it because we're farmers. We're manifest destiny farmers. And we're going to we kill off all deserve, the buffalo. We're gonna, we deserve it. They're just animals around. We guess we need to clear this space anyways. There's too many motherfucking buffalo. Like, why would we need all those buffalo? You know, let's just shoot those motherfuckers because guns are fun. We're Americans. We're homesteaders. Yeah, um, so that that radical self—I mean, self-sufficiency—and that's idiot, idiot people. Why would you kill an animal and then not use the whole animal for the love of God? And why do we have to right. murder all the in, all the indigenous peoples as well, calling them a completely different name that had nothing to do with them? Why? Why do we have to do that? that that's a, that's a separate issue. But what I'm talking about is the technology and how we've employed it, and how the more in technology we employ, the less. The farther we get away from being human, which used to be feeding ourselves and like staying clothed, but or staying warm, and now it's like all of this technology yeah. does it truly help us, or should we? I mean, we I could mean, just take the cow pee and put it on the pot plants, and we don't even need any weird pesticides. I think there's there's pros and cons to technology, but the thing is, with like for going back to the foods, like. That's a little bit too outrageous for my taste, literally, because they also, um, what else were they doing? They were, um, I think they were doing like certain like cookies and stuff. Um, Made of what? It of, of I mean, it's almost like Star Trekian. Yeah. Like when you go to the food replicator and you're like, I would like a chocolate chip cookie. And it goes, and you're like, oh, this is great. Well, how to do that? I don't know. It's whatever. It's fake food. It's real food. It's food. Ha <laughs> ha. They talked about uh, Velveeta cheese, which oh. I know that I've always known that's not real cheese. And then the other one that um, I think the majority of people know now is the Kraft Parmesan, where it's made with pieces of wood. The what? wood chip. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pencil shavings in a bag? It's kind yeah. <laughs> I, that blows my mind. I mean, I only use, I mean, Parmigiano Reggiano, baby. No, and sometimes a nice Asagio. But I like to grate my own. I do my own, but, yeah. be, and that's a reason why I do my own, because I found that out about, like, the the, the Parmesan in the can. Sure, our bake, bakos, yeah. bake bacon bits. What bacon are those bit. made out of? Oh, I know. I like to eat those still. Sure. Because I, mean, I know that's not real fuck, bacon. What is it? That's true. I don't think they mentioned that liquid smoke and wood chips. Oh, I don't probably. know. I have no idea what it could be. Actually, that probably might be right. That's 
scary. <laughs> well, all of the fake flavors, I mean, they all exist. You could, you know, when you eat a strawberry fucking Starburst, there's no strawberry, there's no strawberry in the Starburst. It's like the, I mean, all of the fake flavors and then... There's wh- pig in it. Well, what we uh, decide to put whatever, like, gooey substance is like, oh, it's made of sugar and oil? Fantastic. Put some vanilla flavor in Let's it. Let's see, uh... The pig extract that they use in it. Pig um, extract. It's a uh, extract. Yeah, it's because uh, if you are vegetarian or Jewish, you cannot eat Starburst nor Skittles because it has some p- kind of element of the pig in it. I'm trying oh, to remember. Wow, I wonder if it's pig fat or if it's. I got to look some it kind up. of tallow or something. What? My phone's uh, not working, so yeah, I can't. Just like, open up a new, go to file, and go up to new. Oh yeah. Um, New tab. New tab. There you go. Duh, thank you, Pam. Yeah, no, hey, it's fine. These computers, I'm telling you. Here's a here's a quote back to Trump being racist. We're jumping around today. The Hispanics are going to get those jobs, and they're going to love Trump. <laughs> he said that in 2015. The Hispanics are going to get those jobs, and they're going to love Trump. Oh, I see. He's saying this. I'm just trying to take it out of context. I'll take jobs back from China. I'll take jobs back from Japan. Trump said in his visit to the U.S.-Mexican border, the Hispanics are going to get those jobs, and they're going to love Trump. How did Trump... I mean, he's... I love the Muslims. I think they're great people. I'm just saying funny. I have a relationship with the blacks. Oh, that's such a great quote. I have a relationship with the blacks. I have... A relationship with, with the blacks. Gelatin. Sorry. It was gelatin. gelatin. Yeah. Was. Yeah. Sorry. But go back to the blacks. I <laughs> can't believe it. I've always had a great relationship with the blacks. He says it twice. He The blacks. He depersonifies. He basically. The coloreds. Right. He takes. He dehumanizes everyone by putting them into a specific group by putting a, an article in front of it. The. The blacks. I love the Muslims. I think they're great people. I have great relationship with the blacks. The blacks. I've always had a great relationship with the blacks. That's like... Oh, is he start the say, colors. I love the gays. I have a great relationship with the gays. The All f- the gays. All the queers. I love the I queers. Love, I mean, I love them too. But is he going to say... I mean, just when he... By putting the article in front, he margin, marginalizes the people. Without even knowing it. This is so ridiculous. This is what he tweeted. There's a picture of him with a taco bowl. Happy Cinco de Mayo. The best taco bowls are made in Trump Tower Grill. I love Hispanics. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that picture. Oh, oh God. my he God. Looks, it's, yeah, I know exactly which one you're looking at. I just come on, people. I can't. I it's just, just it's can't. it's really. But the thing is, here's the thing: it's not the majority of Americans that like him. He has an approval rating that's like in what, like thirty eight percent, thirty seven percent. Like the highest he's ever got, I think, is like forty three percent. That's bad. He's never half of the country has never been on this dude's side, which is a good thing. I mean, it would be even scarier. If, I mean, it'd be scary if it was 50%, if he had, it was 50. Yeah. 50. But the fact of the yeah, matter is like the majority of Americans do not like him. He just has a small, it doesn't matter because of the, uh, because of the fucking electoral college. I, I know that's, uh, that, that's they, another they, thing. They I could was win again, even though people don't. And Mitch McConnell, the, Hey, he, you know, 
This is the thing that's making me crazy, though, is that we're forgetting all of this is an old, old article. And we're forgetting the history of blatant racism and misogyny. This isn't even going into the misogynistic stuff, into the you Miss USA pageants, into him looking into women's mouths, looking at their teeth, treating them like horses. He called one of the uh, uh, girls like fat or something. By uh, talking all the time to reporters, he said things about their their bodies. It has nothing to do women's. When you reduce a woman to the way that she looks as opposed to what's inside her mind, when you have Objectify a woman in that way as the president. It is not cool. Uh, this is this is great. He called supporters who beat up a homeless Latino man passionate. Uh, he he, he gets, incites hate crimes. Yeah. Two brothers arrested in Boston for beating up a homeless Latino man cited Trump's anti-immigration message in explaining why they did it. Quote, let's see if I can do a Boston accent. Donald Trump was right. All these illegals need to be deported. One of the men reportedly told officers... Trump did not even bother to distance himself from them. Instead, he suggested that the men were well-intentioned and simply had gotten carried away. I will say people who are following me are very passionate, Trump said. They love this country, and they want this country to be great again. They are passionate. Hey, but you know what? Wow. There were there are, there are bad people on both sides. Oh my God, that Charlotte, North, North Charlotte's, Carolina, yeah, yeah. I, Charlotte, oh, it was Virginia. Or, I thought yeah, it was Charlottesville, Virginia. North Carolina. No, no, it was uh, Charlottesville. No, it was Virginia. Like I already yeah. forget. I'm terrible. But I remember <laughs> the person drove the damn car through, and they were. It's all very sad. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's so fucking stupid. It really is. That's why I don't like to look at the news every day anymore because I'm just tired of stupid ass people. It's just like, why don't you fucking read your fucking history? Yeah. You know, if you want to send someone back, take your ass back. All right. I, I my the thing is, this is a new world still. This place is still very very new. The, I mean, our government, the Re- the American Revolution was only 240 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see, Columbus or that one fat white Italian dude, Columbus, so called, supposedly came over here not that long ago, or 14 what 1492? That's yeah, not that long ago. The first settlers. Uh, by the way, the first Africans were dropped here in 1690. This is the 400th anniversary, August wow. of 1619, um, in uh, in Jonestown. Wow. Yeah. Was it Jonestown? Yeah. Wow. I think, yeah. Yeah. So that's 400 years. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, and not that the, long ago. Yeah, not that long ago. The first settlers here were about 400 years ago as well. Yeah. So cry me a fuck. And then if we want to even talk about the 20th century, where the most majority of people of their first generation white people, that's who I'm talking about right now, who might or who immigrate uh, over here from Europe to find a better place. And now they want to be these like, you know, supporters of this guy. Yeah. It's just like, read a fucking book about yourselves. It would be like, if read your history. Everybody move. If everyone from San Francisco moved to Portland and then we, I'm trying to think of a good analogy, but I can't. I, 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 get, I got one for you. Yeah. If, if California was once Mexico, right. <laughs> like oh, go back, go, was. yeah. Go, go back, go back to Mexico. I am here, motherfucker. Yeah. And why they don't hate us so much is beyond me. I don't know. I don't get it. We shit on, we've shit on Mexico so much and they are, 
awesome. Like, the country is awesome, people are awesome. It's so fucking beautiful. Like, man, I love Mexico. Oh, we've shitted on the Latin countries, period. That's a whole other topic. And then I just, I mean, it all comes down to capitalism. I feel like, and not caring about other people or subjugating people and saying, well, they look differently enough from me that I don't feel like a bad person when I treat them like they're not a person. Yeah, I think, I think they, we've... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, no, just it's, we do it right now. People who are serving other people, you put them in a uniform because then people feel less inclined to shit on them because they don't see them as people. They see them as servants or they see them in a different Well, I mean, just context. like how we treat each other across the board. Like, okay, I'll throw a sports analogy in there. The other night, I'm sure you probably watched the game because yeah. you're a Warriors. Oh, my God. Okay. Crazy game. Poor Hiplo. So, and I'm surprised the Canadians act this way. This is how inhumane we've gotten. Um, the golden, the the guy who we found out is the co-owner of the Warriors, when he pushed one of the players, because he was like on the floor seats. This happened last week. Oh, you I don't didn't know about this. this? No. Oh yeah. I want to look this. Oh shit yeah. Up. And how they treat those players inhumane, but you know, but but they are black, so uh, they're just here to entertain us yeah he basically he's on the floor the i forgot the guy's name and i forgot the player but they have floor seats okay shit's going to happen warrior fan who pushed kyle lowry should face a lifetime ban there we go kyle lowry yeah He's he's a great player right yeah. now on the team. He's a little guy too. There's they've got two guys that are little, Van Fleet and Lowry, and um, the other guys are big. Like Kawhi Leonard is big, and they've got Gasol, who's fucking White Walker from the north. But they've got these little guys. They've got these little guys. They've got they've got Lowry, who's been fucking on, and it's just like oh well, man, he's stuck. Is, this is how we treat people. So yeah. basically, does it have the story on there? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, instead, now they're pushing him. As if he insulted their mother. Oh, I see. Wow. Um, not sure what the fan was thinking here, but clearly he's in the wrong. When you sit courtside, you understand there's an inherent risk of players running into you. But it doesn't give you the right to push. <laughs> uh, that doesn't give you... Oh, God. Um, it's this, it, this, whatever's happening is not working. Um, it doesn't give you the right to push him in an aggressive manner, which this fan did. Meanwhile, the women who actually got bum rushed took it like a champ and got back, got back up. No shoving necessary. Gotta say Lowry is right. Like the Utah Jazz fan who got into a verbal altercation with Russell Westbrook. This fan needs to be made an example of. Kick him out of the NBA for life. Let the rest of the fans know this sort of behavior is completely intolerable. Win or lose, you got to be better than this fan. Meanwhile, the Raptors were up two to two to one. Now it's three to one. Huh. Uh, three to two now, though. In the NBA Finals, and Lowry's a huge reason why after scoring 23 points in the game, Kawhi Leonard will get the most credit, deservedly so. But Lowry is the Raptor X factor that keeps playing like this. Yeah, he's been great in this game, and I. So I want to look at this footage. Yeah, it's with it pushing, because that's like what? Um, and then uh, a couple nights ago, it's oh, it's really it's very okay. So up oh, goes in, and then the girl, the woman gets up. She's fine, and then who pushes him? I didn't even see who pushed. I didn't even see it. I don't know what happened. I looked at it and I couldn't see it. Here, I'll find a better one for you. Um. And then the other night, um, when they were playing Toronto, um, 
Kevin Durant got hurt. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, and you know what those Raptors fans did? They were just cheering. Oh, well, you don't, you don't, don't cheer when someone gets. Yeah. I mean, saying, I say what, I rejoice in your failure sometimes, but, but it's not to their faces. It's, it's no. My it's, thing is this: it's inhumane to see. You know, I get it; it's a sport, but this is what I'm talking about: how inhumane people have gotten, yeah, and how disconnected. Um, the fact of the matter that you're going to cheer, the whole stadium cheered for someone getting hurt, right? Rather than like you know, say nothing or do nothing, like cheering and clapping for someone's pain that's really and that's where we are right now with dude 45 you know right he's like the cheerleader of like hey you know what let's lock some kids up and kidnap them oh and split them away and then people are cheering for those kids pain like that doesn't make sense to me that's very inhumane or like when that protester, when he was uh, when he was um, on his campaign trail four years ago, you know, he he was wanting he had the the guy there's this oh a hillbilly that beat up that uh, or punched sucker punched that brother in the face, and said that I'll pay for his bills if or his, oh uh, right yeah. when he incited a riot exactly yeah yeah he incited a riot. Yeah, and that's in that's in the 13 examples of something he did. He incited a riot. He condoned the beating of a Black Lives Matter protester. Yes. At a at a November campaign rally in Alabama back in the day, Trump supporters physically attacked an African American protester after the man began chanting Black Lives Matter. Video of the incident shows the assailants kicking the man after he'd already fallen to the ground. Uh, the following day, Trump implied that the attackers were justified. Maybe the protesters should have been roughed up, he mused. It was absolutely disgusting what he was doing. 